0: Hi everyone, I hope you're enjoying this uh, podcast series. I've got some fantastic ones coming up in the future, so look out for them. Today I'm gonna talk a little bit about character creation. Um, From the initial thought about the character through to how the character may dress, how they may walk, how they may stand, and how they can be performed on stage so they are a believable person. Now when I first start looking at a character that I'm going to play on stage, I start to think about who they are, what their name is, that's if they're not a named character. And if they're not, I give them a name. Where they come from, what accent they may have, what area of the country they are from, is it a low class area, is it a high class area, and start to think about all those sort of specifics um, without putting an accent on it just yet. So keep that on the back burner. Um, What I do first of all, I look at something called referencing. Now referencing, whether you've heard of it and maybe in a different way, is what I call when somebody is referring to your character when you're off stage. So for example, they may say, your character, Steve, he's, he's loud and boisterous and really annoying. I can't stand him. So this means when you start studying your character, you already have a head start. You know that one characteristic of Steve, if you're playing Steve, is he's loud and boisterous and really annoying, yet you haven't even said a word. So this is the thing, look out for these, the ways your character is referred to by other characters. It gives you loads and loads of information that you need before you even start to, uh, to put it up on stage and, and start to think about your character is what people already think of you. Um, and this all goes towards um, creating a, a believable character. And as I said before, it's not widely done, so maybe it's a little secret for you. So the next thing is, where am I from? What area am I from? Is it a low class area? Is it a, a middle class area? Is it a high class area? Is it a run down town or or maybe it's a you know a really posh area like somewhere like Chelsea? How do I speak? Do I have an accent? Am I a fast talker? Am I a slow talker? Am, am I a thinker? Or am I a doer? Who are my friends or relatives now decide who you like in the play and who you don't now these things may be obvious once you've read the play but if they aren't make a decision if you create all this information you must take it into the performance area with you like for example i i could say about myself is that my parents are sadly no longer here i know that fact but but clive doesn't announce it every time he walks into a room He knows it, he carries it with him, but it's not necessarily something people know unless they know me, or unless they ask for it, yet I still carry it with me. So decide those things about your character, but it doesn't necessarily mean you have to say them. So you can make all these decisions, you just carry them with you into the performance. So what do I know about the the people that I'm in the play with, or in the show with, in the series with, are they uh, the protagonist? Are they a comedy foil? Are they a, a side character? A lead character? Now, all these things are interesting, and you need to know them, but don't devalue them, thinking that maybe, oh, I'm only a small character, I only have a small bit of uh, bit to do in the play. You still have the same amount of research to do as much as the bigger characters because you're still a person. That person is still alive and on stage. And I've got a great belief that if you're on stage, then you have a life. Now, if you think about it this way, if you were playing a Roman Centurion who has one line to say, um, that is the same as playing Julius Caesar you still have a life your roman centurion has a life he has a family he has he may have children he may not have children he has all these things or they're as much information as playing julius caesar so don't ever think when you're playing just a small character you don't have to do as much research you have to do as much research as anybody who is playing a lead how do i walk um, I start to think about what sort of shoes they'd wear. Uh, if I'm rehearsing a play where the character is a bit more upmarket, I'll probably wear a nice pair of shoes while I rehearse because that is what they would wear. If I was playing a more casual character, I'd probably wear trainers because trainers then bring you, uh, make you a little bit more, more casual, a little bit more, sometimes a little bit more slovenly. Um, but it depends how you wear them. For, for ladies, you might want to wear heels if you're playing a powerful woman. You might want to wear um, a smaller heel if you're playing somebody who's a little bit less powerful. So then now you can look at um, how they would walk. Are they a fast walking person? Are they a slow walking person? Are they a powerful person? Are they a lower class person? All these things can help you to start to develop the, the character without you even saying a word. Um, I used to do an exercise with uh, when I used to work with children where I would get them to walk around the room and I'd say to them, now play, uh, play somebody that is frightened. Now play somebody that's scared. Now play somebody that's really happy. Now play somebody that's um, that's a little bit worried. All these things can affect the way you walk and the way you, uh, way your character comes across before even saying a line. So these are really, really good things to look at. Now you might think, oh, well, I don't do any of that. And, and that's fine, but all these ideas are just to give you a bit of background as how to create a character and how to form that character so that character is totally believable and everybody buys into the fact that you are the person. I'll give you a very quick example. Uh, I played the Major General in a performance of Pirates of Penzance recently. Now my Major General was a bit of a blustery old fool. He he was always surrounded by his doting daughters. who looked after him. But he was a bit of a blundering idiot i decided that he should have a little bit of a shuffle when he walked his legs were not as young as before and so he wasn't a fast walker he was more of a bit of a shuffler and so when he was on stage he shuffled around the stage and i found that added a lot to his character before he'd even said anything people could form an opinion about his character um, Again these are things that you might want to to look at that really help you to start forming a character before you've even said any lines. Now (laughs) I can feel this podcast might go on a little bit longer. So what I'm going to do, I'm actually going to break it here. So this gives you some things to think about. So these are the things to think about. Before you go into performance, before you go into start looking at the character, characters' words, um, look at where they come from, um, what accent they may have, what social background they may have, who are their friends, who maybe who do they like in the play, and who do they not like in the play. The information is all there. Okay, I'm going to break that for now, Um, come back for part two of character creation, and uh, I hope to see you soon.